What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. We're changing things up today because, not because I'm recording at night, because I record at night all the time, but... I already had some tea. I'm chilling in bed. I just wanted a really comfy home vibe today because one that's kind of the type of podcast I try to produce is like a really welcoming, homey, chill podcast. Uh, what's the word? Like a gentle podcast or soft podcast. So what better way to do that than literally when I'm about to fall asleep because I just had a full dinner. I feel like I just ate a Thanksgiving dinner. So also, I feel like when it's like late night at a sleepover, you know, you guys like start talking and either it's really funny or it gets really deep and the vibes are always the best at night. So that's why we're recording at night tonight because today we're actually going to be interviewing myself, which sounds kind of weird, but I was thinking about how I want to do the things in my career that I really like to do, like podcasting, creating recipe videos, fashion, lifestyle, hunter, cocoa. And when I was thinking about the things that I wanted to post because I really love posting and like I know this conversation is probably weird just because I do this as a job. So sometimes I feel like it gets so technical for me and it gets more routine. And I just had a moment this week where I was like, I want to take a second, think about what I like to post, think about what I enjoy creating. And while I was thinking about this, I realized how much I love going on other people's podcasts. I love when somebody invites me on their podcast and we do a podcast swap or they'll have me on and they just interview me and they pick my brain. So I thought today I would pick my own brain, but use a lot of the questions I get in my DMs and kind of use it as a way to reintroduce myself because I feel like there's so many new faces here. So many of you have been sharing my podcast on your Instagram stories and with your friends, like I'll get DMs that are like, oh, my friend told me to check out your podcast. So I'm listening to it, which is insane to me and that's why I'm so thankful for this community because I feel like we really are like friends like you guys recommend my podcast to your friends and you support me just as much as I'm trying to support you guys through these episodes so it's just a really cool thing but yeah I want to take this podcast to either reintroduce myself if you've never met me or just deepen the conversation because I feel like I don't always deep dive into me and I usually do that on podcasts where I go on so that is today's episode. I cannot freaking wait to chat about myself for the next hour. I'm just kidding. I don't want to chat about myself, but I have to get used to talking about myself if this is going to be my career. Sometimes I do get in my head like, oh my gosh, nobody cares about what I have to say or like how 
my mindset came about in these certain aspects where I'm like, wait, I actually do have a podcast and that's most likely why people are coming on the podcast. So why not dive a little deeper and get rid of the insecurities like I try and promote to you guys in every single episode to push past insecurities, cheer yourself up. So yeah, we're not getting in my own way today, but we're going to get into my not so typical obsession of the week which is a fun one, and it's one that I encourage you guys to do this week, and that's to ask people to do things, because for some reason, like a week ago, I was just sitting there like, I'm so bored, there hasn't been really anything going on this week, I didn't really see anybody, and I feel like it was probably like four days, like I'm definitely dramatic, but I feel like when you move out of state from your family, you're not seeing people all the time like you're used to. At least for me, when I was in Arizona, I was seeing my parents every single night. We would go to Hunter's family's house. So now that we live in a different state and we don't have that immediate hangout option of just being like, oh, I'm going to go rent to my mom's to pick something up. I notice a lot more when I feel like it's been a few extra days without having that connection more than just like seeing people at spin or running into somebody at Starbucks, you know? So I had that moment last week and then I was like, I actually haven't asked anyone to hang out. Like, why do I expect people to ask me to hang out when I'm not even (laughs) reaching out to them? And I'm pretty sure I saw Emma Chamberlain post this on TikTok a while ago or like maybe one of her podcast quotes were going around, but I remember it was like saying how she'll sit there and feel sad about the fact that nobody's texting her and then she's like wait I have not texted anyone so that popped in my head because I was like I actually have not asked anyone to do anything so in that moment of course I like probably just had a cold brew and I was super in a social mood I texted legit all of my friends being like oh do you want to do this do you want to do this and asked for different things for different people and then every single person said yes and pretty much we had five different days of hanging out with five different people and it was so much fun. I feel like I had the best weekend of my life. I'm so rejuvenated for this week and I also got the sweetest DM on Instagram yesterday of somebody saying that they found my podcast. I actually reposted it on my story so you might have seen it but they found my podcast and they're just saying that they have been going through a really tough time and this is the first time that they've felt really good and are becoming their best self and they said that my podcast really inspired them. So reading that and then also seeing all my favorite people this week, I feel just on top of this world going into this following week. So yeah, that is the update on my life. That's my not so typical obsession is making plans with people instead of sitting there feeling like, oh, I have nothing to do. And also the opposite could go as well. If you are having a lot of plans and you feel a little bit overwhelmed, know that it's okay to say no. I feel like Every single time someone asks me to hang out, I feel like I have to say yes, but I really want to make an effort going forward to make sure I'm saying yes to the things that I know is good for me and I'm not doing it for other people. I'm not saying yes to certain dinners and events and this and that for the satisfaction of them getting a yes. I'd rather think about it for a second, decide if it works for that week for me, if it makes sense with the schedule I have. Because honestly, last week I was starting to be like, okay, I have a lot of plans lined up and I'm also trying to work out. I'm also trying to fit this and this. So the schedule was getting a little bit crammed and it was a really great week and it obviously ended up working out. But if I would have like overbooked myself, then that definitely could have reached 
a negative spot really quickly, but I was obviously like planning it when I was asking people to hang out. I was making sure I was actually going to be able to follow through with everything. I wasn't just like, oh my God, we should do this and this and this. But yeah, I feel like after having such a social week though, I definitely have to kind of pull it back and maybe just have a chill week and then we can hang out with more people on the weekend coming up. But I definitely needed to just have a productive girl week. Which is great because I feel like when you give yourself this rest and you see your favorite people and you maybe take time off social media or take time off a screen and you're just living in the moment, it just makes you feel so good like how I feel right now. Which I did not feel this way last week to be 100% honest with you guys. I That day that I was like, oh, I'm so bored. Like I was just feeling really uninspired, overthinking a little bit too much and honestly just kind of bored. So... Yeah, we feel 180% better. We did a 180 from last week, but my not-so-typical dislike this week is probably one that a lot of you guys have, and it's the gloom. I don't love the gloomy weather. I did grow up loving gloomy weather, and even when I moved here, I loved the gloom, and I'm pretty sure right when we moved here, it was like right around June gloom, and it was really, really gloomy every single day, which I'm not excited for. And I was actually really excited for the end of February and March because that's when it started to get super sunny last year, I remember, when I used to visit here on vacation. And it's been so gloomy here, so rainy, which also sucks because our friends Lily and Andy came in town last weekend and it was obviously rainy and I'm like, ugh, you have to see it when it's sunny so I can convince you guys to move here. But we're working on that and they might come next weekend too, so maybe we'll convince them. But California, and I think just everywhere is so much better when it's sunny, and I noticed such a big difference with my mood with the sun, and because it's been so gloomy, I haven't been able to walk as much at the beach, but I've still been doing the walk every single day, which we're going strong. That was my goal for March, and it's almost to the end of March, and I've done it, so that's cool. I feel like that's something I'm definitely going to take into the rest of the year and like just do every single month. I really like to set kind of like challenges to myself. I feel like it re-inspires me in certain aspects. Like I'll just do like one thing at a time. And then if it works for my life, that's when I like add it into my actual routine. It's giving similar energy to like the 75 hard, but that's definitely something I would never do. I feel like that has too many rules and too many restrictions for something like that I would want to do. But like little challenges like, oh, walking every single day at the beach or trying to cook all of my dinners during the week at home or challenging myself to do one recipe out of a cookbook a week, you know, just things like that. And then if it actually ends up working out with your lifestyle, then you can add it into your routine and by then you've already tested it out. So that's how I feel about the walking outside at the beach every day, but it's also been so gloomy, so I can't really do that. And the gloom has reflected to my mood and I'm trying not to let it affect me this week because it is going to be super rainy for the next three days and we're not welcoming that energy into my life especially because I have to have a productive week and not only does the glue make me sad but I feel like it makes me unproductive which is okay obviously I have so many days where I'm unproductive so many moments in my day that I'm unproductive but when it's collectively starting to happen every day that's when I start to just not have the best headspace and I personally thrive in a productive lifestyle and a productive routine that's just kind of how my brain works and how my personality is because I do get kind of bored easily especially with the career that I have and especially just being my own boss and setting up my own daily 
tasks and kind of having the same tasks every day. So really quick before we get into the actual bulk of the episode, I'm going to talk about the sponsor for today's episode, which is ZocDoc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patiently reviewed that take your insurance and are available when you need them. You know, when you go on TikTok and you see all these things and you start to spiral and you're like, oh my gosh, do I have this? Do I have this? I need to get my hormones tested. I feel like I'm definitely not alone in that. I could spiral and just go through a rabbit hole. So it's nice to know that I have ZocDoc whenever I need it. And they also treat almost every single condition under the sun. You guys can go to ZocDoc.com typical and download the ZocDoc app for free. Once you download it, then you can find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available actually within 24 hours. That's spelled Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash typical T-Y-P-I-C-A-L ZocDoc.com slash typical. Thank you ZocDoc for sponsoring today's podcast and let's get back into it. That was a lot for the intro, but let's just get into the episode. My first question for today's little interview is what's my own elevator pitch? I feel like I always get asked that when I go on someone else's podcast and an elevator pitch is just like a two second conversation with someone in the elevator that you would tell them who you are if you've literally never met them before. So I'm Caitlin. I'm a certified personal trainer as of recently, and I'm super inspired with productivity, wellness, fitness, and I also love sharing mindset on all of my platforms. I think that your mindset can control everything, and it really does help to have a balanced lifestyle. So that's what I like to promote on all of my pages, and I also do social media full-time. I grew up in Arizona, but now we live in California with my dog and my boyfriend, Hunter. You guys probably have heard about him a million times by now, or at least you will hear about him a million times. So that's the rundown on me. I didn't go to college. Well, I did go to college, but I didn't graduate college. I went for about two and a half years and I was really close to getting my associate's degree, but I didn't. And I also do not plan on ever going back to college. That's not the route for me. And it's something that I don't see in my future in any way. The thing that really inspired me was getting the personal training license. And I'm so grateful that I stuck to that and was able to complete that this year. So going forward, I think that my biggest purpose on social media is just to continue to share my lifestyle with you guys and continue to share what I learned along the way to help you with your lifestyle with growing as a human being and I don't even want it to just be about fitness and wellness when I talk about growing as a human because there's so much more to life than that and I think social media can paint a really skewed picture of what is super important in life and what is the forefront in everybody's life because that's what we're looking at but we have to kind of take the blinders off and realize that life is so much more than fitness is so much more than your routines and those things are important but there's just a lot more to us and a lot more that goes into it than just the little fancy outside things. So my second question is going to be what are the things that I do every single day that make me feel like me and the reason I wanted to ask myself this is because I think that it's really interesting to hear what are the basic things that people do in their life that make them feel more grounded and help them reach that feeling of, okay, I can take a breath. Because you know when you wake up and you're just already stressed or 
you go to bed and you start to overthink things and feel a little bit negative towards the day that you had or you felt like you were unproductive or something like that, what are the things you do the next day that kind of like snap you back into it? Or when you get home from vacation and you've been like gone for so long, I feel like that's just like, I love to pick people's brain apart like that. And for me, the first one that comes to mind is waking up early. And I'm actually not a morning person. I've talked about this a lot. I think that waking up early just right when I need that reminder that I am doing great and I can achieve all of my goals and just putting myself in like a positive headspace. The reason that waking up for me works so well is because it kind of reminds me of that quote we've all heard that if you make your bed first thing in the morning, you're checking off the first task and then it's easier to complete more tasks throughout the day because you've already checked that one thing off. So you already feel satisfied with yourself. So for me, if you wake up early, you set your alarm, it goes off and you get up early, that's the very first thing you did for the day and you've already achieved something. So it's even bigger to me than making your bed because it's literally the first thing that you do and the first second your brain comes back to life, you're already achieving something. And it might take a while to get up out of bed and it might take a few snoozes because we're all human, but maybe you are a morning person and maybe you just jump out of bed the second the alarm goes off. I love when I have days like that, but that's not every single day. So that's the first thing is setting a goal of waking up earlier, setting an alarm and following through with it. And the second one is getting organized. And sometimes this means cleaning my room, cleaning the clothes off the floor of my closet, going and doing the laundry, or maybe taking out all the old food in the fridge and getting new food. So organizing can be in so many different aspects or even just like my planner. I will sit down and write down the week ahead or the things I have to do that day or the things I have to do that month, X, Y, Z. Just organizing certain areas of my life help me feel a little bit more in control and help me feel like I'm just doing something that is productive and that always kind of snaps me into a better mood because not only just the planning part of it, but like having a clear space is really important. And sometimes that's something that kind of falls below when we aren't focusing on it. It's super easily overlooked. And that's why I always say like on the weekends, I like to try and clean the house because whenever I'm going here and there and we have plans with this couple and then I have Pilates the next day and then I go to brunch with my friends, I feel like the house just gets super dirty because I try on different outfits. I make lunch really quick, I make my coffees, I will do my makeup, I'll do my skincare. So you just like make a tornado as you go through the house, at least I do. And when it just starts to pile up, pile up and pile up, it's harder to clean it. So I try and keep a clean space. But even if I kind of feel like, oh, I'm off, that's usually the first thing that I'll do. So those are the two things that I do in my routine that make me feel me. My next question is going to be what's my biggest struggle as a business owner or being my own boss and I'd say that the biggest struggle for me is I'm very motivated as a person through other people. So even when I'm working out, I love having a personal trainer. I love taking classes. I would honestly say I'm not a self-motivated person. It's really hard for me to get self-motivated and I've actually realized this so much more recently because I feel like my work schedule has been a little bit in the lazier department because I just feel like everybody's too nice to me and everybody's like, oh, just get your podcast up on Tuesdays. Like, we'll, we'll listen to it. 
It doesn't have to be up on Mondays or I think that just because I have been going through more of a less inspired season of life, but that's changing because I am very inspired for spring, but just in the past couple of weeks, I've felt a little bit uninspired and it's been so hard to get myself to motivate myself for work and I'm realizing how much I look to other people for motivation and luckily this job I do know correlates in helping people whether that just be somebody to listen to while you do your makeup to have a friend or someone who teaches you something about fitness or mindset or motivation anything like that so I know that this job does help and that's usually what gets me to get up and record a podcast episode or get up and film for YouTube but the little tiny mundane things for this job, like answering my emails or going and shooting pictures for a brand, like things like that, I let fall like really, 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 really far off. And I feel like my management team probably hates me at this point, but I just have so much on my plate and I've done that to myself because I've widened my workload so much in the past two years that it's been kind of hard to keep up with, but we are working on it and I'd say even though that is my biggest struggle, it has taught me a lot about my time management. So at least something good has come from it. And I think because I know that that's my biggest struggle, I'm aware of it. And I try to do things like I said this weekend, go hang out with all my friends and take time off so that I can be there and be motivated the next day and not just super run down. Because when I get run down, that's when I lose that feeling of motivation and that creativity and just that spark that I need for my job just because it is in the creative field which leads me to the next question which is how do you get inspired and I am such a social media person I grew up watching social media I would watch Bethany Moda every single week when she would come out I would look at her YouTube channel and just like wait for a video to drop anytime she would post a morning routine video I would get so inspired and like change my entire morning routine and this is when I was really young I feel like I don't know what age, but definitely in middle school, and I would tell my friends to watch YouTube, and me and my best friend, Rylan, we would become obsessed with different people on YouTube, and I've always, always loved social media. It's just like so crazy, so full circle that I do this as a job, but for some reason, even though I do this as a job, I still use it so much as motivation, and I turn off my work brain for a little bit and I become a viewer and I'll watch all of my friends content like as if I'm not even friends with them in real life I'll literally go hang out with someone like I just did this the other day I hung out with Lauren and Keikoa we met their baby Zeke it was so fun we were there all afternoon and then I came home and I watched her vlog and pretty much everything in the vlog was things that we already talked about and I knew from hanging out with her but for some reason I just love watching my friends videos I love not only supporting them but just seeing their like creative work side and it inspires me as a viewer and also as a friend. So yeah, I honestly look to social media and I find the people who inspire me without putting pressure on me and without holding too much like comparison, even though it is really hard. I feel like life is just kind of full of comparison, at least if it's something that you struggle with. But I think it's what you do with the comparison that matters not looking at comparison as a negative thing but almost as something that can spark honestly interest in you like I'll watch somebody's vlog and they'll be on a trip and the first thing might be oh I wish I could go on a trip or I wish I could afford that 
But then it turns to, okay, I want to afford that one day. I'm going to afford that one day. I'm going to plan that one day. Or even when I watch Lauren and Kikoa, like they have a new baby, which is not obviously the same stage of life that I'm in. And sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, she handles everything so well. She's so put together and I feel like I'm going to go crazy. Like, I don't even know if I could ever go through that. And that's the first instinct. But then I take a step and I'm like, no, if she can do it, I can do it. I will have so much fun. It'll be a struggle, but it's something that I want to do one day. I want to become a mom one day. At least I'll have her as a friend to go to when I need advice. But you see what I'm saying? Like sometimes the comparison does creep in with social media. So I like to talk about it because I don't want you to be like, what the heck? I started going on social media for motivation and now I just feel comparison. But that happens to me too. I just try and turn it in a positive way. Not only on social media though, just in your life too, like if you ever have a best friend that you feel like is succeeding more more than you or say you're playing a sport and your friend becomes team captain and you didn't, instead of having that jealousy, resentment towards them, just look at them as your mentor, someone who you look up to. The next question is going to be centered around fitness. So before we talk about that, I just wanted to highlight that Every Jewels is actually a jewelry company that you can wear while you're working out. Every Jewels is a sponsor of my podcast. You guys can actually use code NOTYOURTYPICAL to get money off. If you've never heard of them, they have super durable, waterproof, sweatproof, stainless steel, or 18 karat gold over stainless steel pieces. They're anti-tarnish and they're water resistant. I actually came out with a collection with them that's still available, so I always like to mention that. It's a self-love collection. The necklace says love you and the socks say self-love. I work out in the socks all the time. And same with the necklace. So you guys can still order those. We have the 18 karat gold one for pre-order. And then we still have a lot of the stainless steel option left. I love every jewels. They have the cutest styles, super trendy pieces, and so many cute pieces going into the spring and summertime. So you guys have to check them out. Don't forget to use my code, not your typical. My next question is going to be about my workout routine because I do get a lot of questions about this. And I feel very comfortable talking about it because I am a certified personal trainer. So I will start the conversation out with everybody's different and I do think that it is a great option if you have it to work with a personal trainer at some point in your life if you can and a dietitian like just to learn from a professional is such a great way to get your journey started in health and wellness because health and wellness is such a unique and specific area of your life that will never be the exact same as somebody else so it's always always important to make sure that your routines and the food that you eat and the workouts that you do are all for you and not for somebody else but with that being said I will share my workout routine because I do really really love it and it's something that I've been working on for a long time and works really well for me so the first thing is I lift and I try and lift at least three times a week. That's what my goal is. I definitely want to become stronger in the gym. I'm trying to increase muscle. I'm trying to increase performance, power, my cardio. So for me, that looks like one leg day, one shoulders and tricep day, and then one back and bicep day. And then I do love spin, so I will go to spin one or two times a week still. And That for me is my time, not only mentally for the gym, but also cardiovascular health wise. I love to just do spin as my cardio. I don't run, I don't 
do much high intensity workouts like most of my lifts are slow steady longer form workouts and even though I'm lifting heavy I'm definitely doing it in a slow rate with a lot of rest time so the spin classes for me is what gets my heart rate up what gets me sweating which on top of it like I said it's also a mental workout for me because I love it so much and it increases my endorphins like nothing else and then the last thing I do is Pilates stretch classes every single week because I think it's super important to add balance and stretching into a well-rounded workout routine. But sometimes if I don't do the Pilates stretch class, I'll just stretch on my own and really take at least one day of the week to really stretch and hold the different stretches and deepen each stretch and work on my flexibility. And then one more thing, I know it sounds like a lot, but it isn't for me it's something that works really well for me and I'm not overwhelmed at all and that's walking every single day and I try and walk for at least 30 minutes or I guess 10k steps but it's not something I hit every day and it's not something I even look at every day but that's kind of just like a gauge of what would make me feel really good and I also think it's important to say that these are goals of mine but there's definitely weeks I don't do this like when I go on vacation I'll switch it up and I'll just do spin classes sometimes well not vacation sorry I meant to say when I go to Arizona which technically is vacation but also not um then there's also weeks that I actually go on vacation and I don't even think about working out and that's totally normal and even if I'm not on vacation there's definitely some weeks that I will hit a few workout classes but I don't stick to any routine but what gets me back to the gym is because I love it I genuinely feel so good at the end of the week when I have this well-rounded workout routine that is working on strength is working on flexibility is strengthening my mental health and because of that and because I've seen the differences in my life for the past couple of years it does get me to the gym and it's not even something I think about anymore it's not like I'm going to bed thinking, oh, I have to get my workout in this week and I have to get a lift in. So I hit the number three. Like, it's not like that for me. If anything, I have to hold myself back from working out because I love it so much and I want to give my body a break. So that's just a personal thing for me. I think it's just because it's such a huge passion of mine and it might be different for other people. I've always found it different when I see somebody like online being like we all hate working out but you just got to do it or something and I'm like wait what it's like the best part of my day I love having time for myself I love music and I think it's just kind of finding what works for you do you like workout classes do you love music is there a certain type of music you like to listen to is there a certain type of youtuber you like to work out with you know, those are the types of things that you have to kind of test out to see what works for you. Because when you enjoy your workout, it's so nice. But even for me, like Pilates, I don't love Pilates. I go and I'm kind of bored and I'm like looking at the clock, but that's because it's not like a really high intensity environment with loud music and I'm not sweating a lot. And those are things that I know work really well for me with my workout. So I just have kind of listened to myself throughout the year and transition less to Pilates classes and more to the Pilates stretching so yeah it's just about adjusting to you but my next question is what are your skincare favorites and I'm talking about this because I do get a lot of questions about my skin health and how I keep my skin clear how I focus on my skin 
and I've become really passionate about skincare in the past couple of years and not even just products, but what I put into my body for my skin. Like all the healthy fats that I get in, like salmon, avocado, olive oil, or the matcha that I drink having super antioxidant rich foods, like blueberries, um, making sure that I'm getting all my makeup off at the end of the night by double cleansing. So I'll go in with one cleanser, get my makeup off, and then I rewash my face with my next cleanser to fully clean my face. Another thing that I really focus on is not working out with my skincare on. So I'll wake up if I have a morning workout, I will just splash some water on my face or sometimes I'll wash my face depending on if I got sweaty or something. And then I'll go do my workout, I'll come home, wash my face, and then I'll do my skincare like my serums and my moisturizers and not do that before, even though it's nice to wake up and have those moments to do self-care, but I just don't want to sweat with all that on top of my face and then I also don't want to wash it off when I get home because I always wash my face after workout and I don't want to waste all that product. Um, I also don't like to work out in makeup just because I feel like it does affect my skin and it's just something I don't do. I used to do that so I'm not hating on the fact that people wear makeup to the gym. I think it's cute but I just don't do it because of my skin care but sometimes I will already have makeup on and I'll go, but I try not to. I try not to sleep in my makeup. I try to sleep with a silk pillowcase. I'm not try. I do sleep with a silk pillowcase every single night. I tend to buy only clean skincare products. The only thing that I will let be on my skin that's not clean is some fragrance only because so many products have it. And a product will pretty much be 100% clean besides a little bit of fragrance. And if it doesn't burn my skin, then I'm fine. But most of the time, products burn my skin. So I wouldn't be using non-clean products anyway. But I've definitely found the really stable products in my routine that just work so well. Like anything Shawnee Darden, anything Osea, Elemis is really good. Oh, I love my Dr. Dennis Gross peel pads, and I also like Super Goop, but that's also something that has a few ingredients that aren't the best, so I'm still looking for a better SPF to wear. I just love what the Super Goop looks like because it makes my skin look super glowy, but that's pretty much what it is for me for skincare. It's what I'm putting in my body, it's how I'm treating my skin, and then obviously some products on top, but there's been a lot of times where I've gone off of my skincare regimen and I still feel like my skin is great. So don't feel like you have to go out and buy every single product that every YouTuber talks about because I've never been like that. I honestly just like don't want to spend the money on it. So I totally relate to you if you feel that same way. It's just not needed, you know. I'm starting to feel like I am over consuming so much, like over consuming products and wanting to buy everything that I see in like an Amazon dupe TikTok or a skincare video. I'm like, oh, I want to buy everything. But it's just like at some point you have to pick and choose. And I think it's really important not to let social media convince you to buy more than you need because it's really easy to think you need it. But a lot of the time you don't. So yeah, that's my episode today. I feel like it's just getting really long, but I can definitely do a part two and just chat more about the questions that you guys give me or maybe we'll do like a specific Q&A video and I can post on my Instagram a Q&A box 
just let me know if you guys would like that but I love you guys my journal prompt this week is for you to interview yourself ask yourself like three different questions it's honestly fun like it's fun to pick your own brain and I had a lot of fun even coming up with these questions so I thought it would be a nice little journal prompt for the end of today's episode but if you are new and this actually is like me reintroducing yourself or myself <laughs> I'm nervous you guys are making me mess up no um, I'm so grateful that you're here because I just like this tiny corner of the internet that we have together and honestly I'm like so content with it I just want it to be what it is forever and not even get bigger like I don't know I have this weird thing in my brain where I'm just like so scared for I don't know welcoming any negative energy because I feel like everybody here has been so nice even from the beginning when I had very cringy TikToks out there but honestly it's okay because if the TikToks didn't happen then I wouldn't be here doing this job and recording with you guys after I have dinner at night while I get ready for bed so <laughs> point is that I'm so happy that you guys are here thank you for listening for another week I also did kind of change my podcast schedule I'm sure a lot of you guys have noticed but I used to post every single Monday sometimes it doesn't work out with brands so I definitely am going to be posting every single week it's just going to either go up on Mondays or Tuesdays so always expect an episode on Monday or Tuesday if that bugs you guys just let me know because I can just have them up on Mondays if it is a big deal but I just wanted to mention that thank you guys so much for listening I will talk to you guys next week I love you and I hope you have the best week Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.